Merry Christmas, motherfuckers. It's the Unranked Podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the show. It's the 303rd episode. This is Christian Humes here with Alex Tuna Marinello. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. And Tommy Webb Caswell. You know, a lot of people, I wanted to spell a myth, a rumor right now. A lot of people think that in England we say happy Christmas like a bunch of psychopaths. Some people do. I will say it's not a uh, not an I mean, impossibility. It's in your media. It's on Doctor Who. But I would say yep. that colloquially, colloquially, most people will say Merry Christmas. Says the guy living in America. This sounds like bullshit. I, I'll be honest. I don't have a problem with it. I think it's fine. Yeah, I don't have a problem with it either. <laughs> but I, I feel like... Um, I didn't think anyone had a problem with it. Some people seem to have a problem with it. consumed from you know, Britain, it's Happy yes. Christmas. Yes. I said Merry Christmas all the time. I, I, I start... Well, you're I, not really British. And I'm not doing it on purpose, but because I watch... It's it's kind of unless it's a scripted series, all of the unscripted TV I watch is just UK panel shows now, mm-hmm. um, and like I've started to just say things, and Teresa will be like, "Well, what do they mean when they're saying that?" I'm like, "Oh, well, it's this." <laughs> I'm like, "Come on, you don't know this? Like, have you not have you not picked this up yet by osmosis?" <laughs> um, so we'll just we'll just say this right away. Yep. Uh, I'm on baby duty, people. So if I disappear, Tuna's gotta go. See ya. Yeah, we which it turns out so Dan had to cancel last minute. A work thing came up, and then he couldn't be here. We were gonna do our holiday special, which is usually a game special. This year, it's gonna do big fat quiz of the year, talking about UK panel shows. I have put together. I didn't finish it. I was gonna do the rest of it today with Therese because we have to. There's a lot of segments on that show, mm-hmm. uh, and I really wanted to go all out for it. So now I'm actually sure having this, this extra week now that we're gonna have is gonna yeah. be a fucking wild show next week when we do it. Um, so that being said, because we don't have Dan, it was it, we we got to do it all as one group, and it worked out perfect. I believe it's like the thirty first is when it'll come out, like the last day of the year. So that works Sounds out to me. pretty great. Um, so we are kind of uh, just hopping on to a regular episode this week for Christmas, but we will have a new holiday special for next week. That being said, boys, let's talk about this week's Pokemon. What number are we on? Three hundred and three. 303 Pokemon. Uh, so this one is very cool. It's Mawile. Mawile. Oh, this fucking thing. Yeah, last week, it's, you know, a lot of times games will group together their single stage. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if this one was in one game and, you know, the other was in the other game. That's most likely the case. Whoa, it's mega. is so cool. Yeah, it's mega very cool. Sick. Yes, it's very cool. I, I got to say, um, the Megas... I kind of wish they had just stuck with them. Yep. And if they hadn't stuck with them, I kind of wish that they had just not done them in the first place. And all the Pokemon who they came up with Megas for that didn't have third or second stage evolutions, they just made them evolution. Hundo P. Oh, because this one's really fucking cool. Yeah, it's really cool. It's and really, even, really cool. And, you know, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to, you know, the, the Mega, very fucking cool. I think it's um, very cool. Yeah. But, you know, I don't want to stray too far from the original design because I think even the original design itself is cool. Yes. And I think that um, I remember, like, it taking me a long time to realize kind of what was going on with this fucking Pokemon. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is the back of it. Like, that's yeah. dope. Yeah, it's sort uh, of like a Venus flytrappy thing on the back of the cool, head. Such a cool design. Yeah, it's, it's still fair. Well, I guess at the at this point, it was just steel, right? It's been steel. Yes, it would have just been steel, and then it became steel fairy type, um, which is a good, it's a good opposite. So last week, we had... um. 
a dark type. Mm. And this week we have a steel fairy. So it's kind of a good, I think it was a dark ghost type actually last week. So that's like a good, you know, you have one game, you get the dark ghost, the other, you get the steel fairy. Uh, and oh, so this was a, this was a, um, uh, I, I'm not certain, but I, I'd have to, is I'm guessing I didn't, I forgot to look that up in advance, but because Sableye and Mawile are kind of opposite typings and they're both single stage Pokemon, it seems like a good bet that one is in one game and one is in the other, but it's not necessarily the case. Although that's usually how that kind of thing happens with the games. Um, now the name may have been based, may, may have uh, come mm. from the Japanese legend of Futakuchi Oh my God, Ona. I really thought he'd frozen again. <laughs> <laughs> a woman with a mouth in the back of her head. Its mm. mouth resembles a bear trap, which could have been the origin for steel mm. type. What was that movie that recently came out with the with the mouth on the bat with the Oh Malignant. Spoilers for Malignant. Yeah, yeah. So good. I love yeah. that. Film. I never saw that. Yeah. It, it'll probably be on HBO Max again. I thoroughly recommend it uh as a like thoroughly a, a fantastic modern B horror movie. Um, but to confirm Mawile, yes, exclusive to Ruby and Sableye was exclusive to Sapphire. Also, um, Lotad and that line, Lombre, Ludicolo, were exclusive to Sapphire. And C-Dot, Nuzleaf, Shiftree, that line was exclusive to Ruby. So mm. there you go. But yes, uh, uh, can't, can't, can't say enough good things. I think uh, a highlight of this generation, for sure, for sure. Man, that mega is sick. Now, the name, combination of Maw and Wile, which is like a trick. Mm. So to and deceive. And, and maw for the mouth, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there we go. Maybe that that well, well, no, no. That's that's likely the name. There, I guess there's no guarantee, but the name origin is just actually you know what? That. It doesn't say maybe. It doesn't on Bulbapedia. Yeah. It 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 just says it. It yeah. says it is. It yeah. does not say it might be it because the names are is. typically just a portmanteau. You know, like yeah, Wario, like Wario, Mario, Wario. Yeah, but most of the yeah, I got it. But most <laughs> of these entries in Bulbapedia usually say. Pokemon name might be a combination of this actually just says is a combination. Done. Yes. Like yeah. They did the research. They found out. Maybe it's been confirmed. They confirmed. Maybe the designer of this Pokemon is like on record. The like Gaumon record. So Portal 3 confirmed 2023. Speaking of how cool the Mega is, uh, Mega Mawile has the highest effective attack stat of any Pokemon with a maximum of 600, 678. Wow. This is higher than a limit of 669 and would equal a Pokemon with 259 base attack. Honestly, I don't know what I just said, but it sounds cool. <laughs> but so if you add up all of the stats, like speed, attack, special attack, special defense, Pokemon have like a limit. Like they'll tell you what their max limit is. That's what like the whole EV training is about. If you look at a Pokemon's original stats when you pick them up, it will mm. tell you like what their starting stats are. And like, if you can get a four in everything, that's like the max. That means like that Pokemon is going to be able to get to a much higher stat level than other of the same type. So there's people that will just farm Pokemon. But I b believe in the last game they made um, with like candies and stuff or berries. Yeah, it was with candies and like sword and shield. They made it so that you can kind of do the stat boosting without having to do the same kind of EV like farming. So like an, it's an annoying dumb thing for people that just play competitive Pokemon, which is a thing that we don't do. So it's information that you can forget. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Trust great me. Pokemon. Great Pokemon. Thank Let's God. move on from it. Been a, How you doing? Been a minute. Yeah, it's been a minute since we had three people. We just had two double doses in a row. Uh, Alex, we haven't seen you since uh, the series special. So I'm curious, did you, ages. did you get a chance to watch any of the Taskmaster special with us? The Taskmaster special. Oh, my God. Um, it was on, but I was, like, doing stuff. Okay. You should go oh, back no. through the stream at some point. Maybe go to some highlight areas, check out the chat, because it was very fun watching along with everyone and seeing everyone's reactions to stuff. Okay. All right. Yeah. Plus, you should just... I'll hook you up. You you should just watch it at some point. It should be on your stream. It It is on... Yeah, I mean, he can go back and watch it. um, Yeah. I think within 30 days, because then it starts deleting VODs. But uh, everyone had a good time then? It was a good show? Yeah. Yeah, It was was so good. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, everyone, so much for for tuning in. To we had such successful. I don't know if we talked about it. I, don't I talked about it last week it. with Dan at the yeah. start. I was like, "Hey, I, like I realized we forgot, but like we hit almost. We made almost uh, three thousand dollars almost yes. right for yes, the children's fund. Fantastic. So, yeah, that's pretty fucking awesome. So that's great. Um, it's Christmas. The day this is out, Christmas Eve. We're all staying home as far like as it, at least yeah. Alex and I, Tom, are you it's yeah, just you I'm and Brooke. Yeah. We're yeah, all staying we're, home. The the idea was the yeah. idea was is that we were gonna drive back for um uh for yeah, we were gonna drive back and even so I, I've tested positive for COVID. Um I almost certainly have Omicron because I still have my sense of smell and taste. And uh so the hope was is that based on the timeline. I might have been able. We might have been able to go down tomorrow if um, if everything worked out. Because Brooke had not tested positive, but she has, so now she has it. So yes, I was scrambling today to order like food and stuff because <laughs> we didn't have anything coming for Saturday. Um, that's so. So that's where Teresa's right now too. Because yeah. so we were gonna do big fat quiz, and she was actually gonna help me. Agree set some stuff up for the game but now i'm gonna do that over the weekend because dan's not here but uh she, when i told her we weren't doing it today she just didn't put together we still had to record a regular episode mm. so then she was like all right i'm about to like head out to the store and i was like well wait i have to go record so i had to bring everything upstairs so i could watch buddy so that she could go out because she has to go uh, she was like well we don't have food we have to go get stuff and mm-hmm. <sighs> Yeah, so we 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 we've been able to source some things, a hodgepodge of different items to uh, make Christmas dinner. So my plan is to go hard on Christmas dinner. What? So what are you gonna do? What are you gonna make? So we we were gonna do. I've never had a ham on Christmas because in England we kind of do a more Thanksgiving like dinner, right? Turkey is the thing of choice, and uh, so I was like, oh, we should get a ham. I've never had a ham before trying to find a ham on the 23rd of December and obviously not going anywhere into stores because we're both positive, like just like through ordering, impossible. So we I can't have... fucking believe this. It's so crazy that this is finally happening. Like, of course it was bound to happen. Yeah. It's crazy that one of us now has COVID. Yeah. So it, it... it's nuts. But we're, we're both. Yeah. I'm glad you're, you're feeling healthy right. and, you know, we're boosted and everything. So make sure you go get boosted or get your vaccine if you need to. Um, and uh yeah uh but so we're gonna do pork ribs closest thing to ham i could a bone in ham i could get uh found a good recipe online we're doing um like scalloped potatoes i'm doing a yorkshire pud okay um (laughs) a lemon and garlic kale salad and uh honey roasted carrots 
is what's on the menu for Saturday. So oh, yeah. I'm very excited. Wow. Brooke oh, is yeah. making rainbow cookies. You guys ever had these fucking oh, yeah. things? My favorite. Thing. Have we ever had rainbow cookies? The, the, the almonds with the jelly in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. First of all, first of all, we live on Long Island. Yeah. They're, that's they're, that's okay. That's that's, the, a, that's, that's, a, yeah. that's why Brooks family keeps buying me fucking rainbow like, cookies because it's the national food Brittany of Rhode Island. So <laughs> Long Island, not Rhode Island. Long Island, Long not Rhode Island. Island. Long Island. Know sorry, your sorry. fucking places. Sorry, sorry, Long Island. Brittany, Brittany, <laughs> also Island. Made, Brittany also made a batch of rainbow cookies. Oh my god, that's so good. They so are. Brooks gonna make rainbow cookies because she her home her at home recipe is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So that's the plan for us. For, yeah. So what are you? So yeah, Tuna. What is your? So we have. Uh, um, yeah, there's COVID issues in my family. I'm not mm. going to name names, but um, so we have COVID issues. So we're staying home for Christmas, which really sucks because uh, I was really looking forward to my daughter spending her first Christmas oh with my God. family. Yeah, but she will not be doing that. She'll be spending her first Christmas with us. Luckily, she can't make memories. So who really cares? <laughs> um, we'll take some pictures. It'll be really nice. Just uh, lie to her of, going forward. Say her yeah. birthday was like a oh. year after. Yeah. Um, in terms of food, we have tons of food in the house, just as yeah. the way our house just is. We just have food. Um, but, you know, it's going to be a different type of Christmas because usually Christmas Eve is the bigger holiday for my family. Mm. We do the seven fish dinner and yeah. my mom makes pizza. And we this, sometimes chip in and make pizza, but that's an Italian wait, thing. You do the Christmas wait, you Eve do, thing. That's an Italian small, thing. You will. I, I've I've had the seven the seven fishes. Well, no, not not just the seven fishes, but Christmas Eve being the bigger night. Oh yeah, because so that's the same thing the for same. my family. It's yeah, it's Christmas Eve is the night. Yeah. But yeah. um, it's funny that you do the seven fishes, which is a monster of a meal, and then <laughs> have some pizza as well. Pizza, pizza before, baby. Cooked yeah. pizza oh, before. it's the appetizer. Um, you know what someone told me though? This is what? actually very interesting. Mm. What is the plural of fish? Fish. Not fishes. I know. Fishies. Seven fishes, though. Not I don't know why we say the seven fishes. It ain't the seven fishes. Seven fish. But everybody says the seven fishes. Keep it. We're uh no? I thought that would have gotten a little bit more of like what? oh wow. I just like I don't know. I don't have an answer for you. I don't well, know why. Because everyone says the seven fishes. <laughs> they do, they do. It's not fishes. Is fishes incorrect? Is it not a word? Well, it's, you can, like, I think you Alex can say fishes, fishes in the pod. Yeah, yeah. As, like, part of the verb. I'm just wondering if it's one of those things where it's being used enough so it's that it's, like, enough. one of the sub, well, yeah. it's, like, the third you know, or fourth version in the dictionary, so it still counts. Oh, no, so, no, no. So, so this is, so this is actually, I have heard this actual fact before. Okay. It's kind of technically correct because fish is plural within a species. But if you're talking about multiple species of fish, it's fishes. Ah. And I have read this fact before. Okay. Th I like that a lot. Yeah. Number one. And number two, I took a writing course uh, a couple of years ago to improve my writing. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, the guy is like one of the four. Uh, what would you say? At the forefront of the okay. you know, writing or whatever. And he, he made a very good point that what Chris basically said, which mm -hmm. is a word is a word as long as the majority uses it. 100%. Who the fuck cares? <laughs> like, yep. he was like, if you can get away with using it, like, there's a there's some things like in Microsoft Word that still will put the red squiggly yeah, line, but the words that are totally valid, but they'll just, yep. but if, if it's accepted, who cares? Yeah. This so, is, uh, this language is dies too. when we stop adding new words or accepting new words. So, like, 
you know? Um, well, everything that's been invented has been invented was... <laughs> since 1901. Yeah. Nothing new has <laughs> ever been invented. Yeah. Um, so. the, uh, this speaks Dark to Dark. me and my core because one of my least favorite things that has happened in recent yes. years is yes. people using the term out-of-pocket incorrectly. So much so that the uh, terms other use that people have been using, which is to mean that unavailable, which is not the original meaning of the phrase. The original meaning of the phrase is I don't have any money. Um, but people will say like, oh, I'm out of pocket and stuff like that. Yeah, they're using uh, it instead of like out of turn. I see that a lot as well. Home. I see I I'm see people available. using it like uh, you're speaking out of turn. They'll say like you're out yes, of pocket. That, right, and that's the yeah. third Whoa, meaning that, that oh, I, really I think I see, accept. I think I see that the most really in fact i believe that's what i thought it was i never used it but i thought that's what it was because that's the only way i saw it for a while and then i went on like urban dictionary i was like what the fuck is out of pocket (laughs) i feel like the only thing i've heard it used for i haven't even the whole out of money i i haven't heard it used that way ever i've only heard i mean that's the original like i'm not available yeah yeah well the original use of the term meant you didn't have any money yeah it's been adapted for modern sensibilities of but yes now people also do use it for like you're out of line yeah like you're out of pocket for that and i'm like well that just doesn't make any fucking sense yeah yeah (laughs) i mean in a pickle doesn't really make any sense either no but what i mean yes but we have come to no but my point is the third usage that you're talking about yeah it makes no sense but neither does i'm in a pickle so, right, but what I, but what I mean well, is, is that are enough people using the term out of pocket in that way that women locally? I think I think um, this. You know, maybe. so here's how I think those things happen. You have to, I think you have maybe. to think in the mindset of the person that's going to use the word like that, right? The phrase to understand mm. why it happens, and it's like a pickle. It's like obviously like that. That just became shorthand instead of saying like you're in a pickle jar, like you're trapped, like you're stuck, yeah. you're in a bad spot, right? Imagine you in a pickle and inside of a pickle, like that doesn't make any sense. Well, that's crazy. They're not literally saying you're in the pickle, but it's more I like get it, pickles but even in that, a pickle even jar. The and you're stuck doesn't make in any it. sense. Tuna, if you were in a pickle, it would be a problem. Okay, yes, that's so. Point. If I was in, if I was in a tuna jar, it would be a, pro- a tuna can. It would yeah. be a problem. Yeah. All right. Well, you can go around telling people. Uh, but I'm so out of pocket, I think some people interpret I'm it as like someone's trying to do something, right? And like when you're out of pocket, Problem. you got nothing left in your pocket. It's like they're saying like you don't you don't have anything to say here. Like you shouldn't be chiming in. Like yeah, you yeah, got yeah. nothing I, in your get, pocket. There's I, no I substance get... there for for you, no matter what you say. That's what's happening. I agree with you. I'm agreeing with you. I'm yeah. just saying this is why people get it wrong. But then it doesn't matter. You get it wrong long But enough, it's just like a cup right. and a tray. It's just like a cup and a tray. <laughs> it is. Oh, man. Look at us. A couple of fishes over here. Um, like a, a cup and a tray. That's not bad. Cup and a tray. It's, it's, like, it's like abstract enough that it could be a thing. All right. I need be. everyone that's listening to this. Start using cup and a tree. Yeah. So, Tuna, what's your definition of cup and a tree? What does that mean? I, however you Whatever want to you Well, it's it. kind of like a mug, in a, a mug in a toilet. Cup in a tree is kind of like mug in a toilet. It's just right. a little different, you know? It's a cup in a tree. What can I or say? A, or a, a when uh, things are going up, you got cup in a tree. When things are going down, cha- you got the mug a, in the toilet. Right. Yep. Or a chalice under the table. A chalice under the table. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah. It's like a fork in the sewer. Anyway. Mm. Um, I will mm-hmm. say, so, so an interesting thing, Alex, is we always yes, do the him. Christmas Eve like you know what when i would get together with my family we're not flying home this year we didn't do it last year either obviously um Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but we didn't do the fishes growing up now we would have fish but what we Mm -hmm. would also but we we would do is like we'd also have a ton of crab and lobster 
and scout. Like yeah, it was, it's, it's it wasn't total actually fudge. seven. Oh, no, okay, it's okay. not on seven. It's, it's just it's, total it's, fudge it's seafood spread. It's basically it's seafood right. Spread. It's seafood spread. It's okay. shrimp cocktail. Yeah, shrimp, shrimp cocktail. Shrimp is used twice sometimes. Yes, shrimp is used twice. You got the shrimp scampi. You got the shrimp cocktail. Okay, so we were having the same thing. Bass, (laughs) uh, king crab legs. Yes. Baked clams sometimes. Mussels some year. Calamari was made an appearance one year. But um, salmon one year. And then I remember my mom did shrimp like three, like fudged it. And she was like, shrimp cocktail, shrimp marinara, shrimp scampi. I'm like, ma, it's all shrimp. She goes, no, no, no. Counts. Until I was 13. I hated all seafood, so I would just have a steak. I wouldn't. I wouldn't eat any. I just didn't like seafood. Steak. Yeah. You had. They would, we didn't have they any. Would, they would make me a steak. Well, you know, uh, you know, fish meat. But they would make me a steak because I was just like, and and we'd have pasta. I'd eat like the. Uh, they'd yeah, have like a crab pasta. sauce pasta sometimes, like you know the marinara. Yeah. But like yeah. I'd be like, oh, taste too fish. I I really hated the taste of fish when I was like younger. Yeah. But then at yeah. some point, I ate it and I was like, oh. This is actually really good. <laughs> I mean, most of the time I would just eat the pizza. Yeah. Oh, the pizza is come right. on. Bread and That's cheese. That. What else that. do you mean? Yeah. Um there it so, is. So guys, I have been mm. playing mm. a lot of Halo Infinite, and I have some thoughts about this campaign. I'm not mm. gonna say any spoilery stuff. Um, but Okay. Um I th- I believe done? I be- so I believe the next mission I will take will kind of lock me out of the open world, possibly. I don't know, but I think that lock is... Lock you out of the open world? So some play... I- I've read online that there is a, like, point of no return, like some single-player games have. You probably get to go back after it, just like... Maybe. I, I heard that maybe. wasn't the case. They're- they say that oh, pretty much really? every collectible is completely missable. Oh, God. Well, yeah. that's a Now, the game, I believe, is supposed to tell you that but I have a feeling that once I go to this next place, basically I've done everything on the map, except it- for except for the last grunt towers. I haven't found all the grunt towers yet, so I'm annoyingly fi- like flying around trying to locate all of them. I'm gonna about to just pull up a map, but I just got the last like cosmetics. So I've got all the cosmetics, all the fobs. I've like beaten every place that was like highlighted or they had taken over. Uh, you know, I got all the troops. I took out all the VIPs. So it's like. Yeah, but do you have all the audio logs? Those are the most, those are no. the highest numbers. No, so um, I'm not going for the audio logs because I didn't go for, I missed some on the ship at the beginning in yeah. like the very first mission. And mm-hmm. because I'm playing on Legendary, I was like, I'm going to just do this on like easy later. And I'm going to worry about the skulls later as well. I'm going to just throw the game on like easy or normal after I beat it on Legendary and then get the skulls and the audio logs or whatever. Because honestly, getting around right now, even though like I can fly in a wasp, now, the it's escalated. It feels like everywhere in the game, and like <laughs> I can only fly for so long before I'm gonna get blown out of the sky. So I'm gonna collect the rest of that stuff later. But the things like the cosmetics I wanted to get, yeah, of course. And since I'm so close to the radio towers, like those are all achievements. But no, I missed those audio logs on the first mission. I wasn't gonna reset once I realized that because mm. it's it's bullshit. That yeah, they, they don't like if you have an open world yeah. game that has um like collectibles and stuff you need to figure out a way to make all of that they are Um, they said they're going to release an update to allow you to replay those missions but like you know whatever i'm just going to do that on like easy run but i feel like you should be able to go back to those just simply go back to those totally great enemies like it's it's especially like because the second mission is locked out but it's on the ring like it is like why um yeah very bizarre i'm glad to because i was just kind of like i've been playing and i was very much 
of the mind of like i'm gonna i'm gonna pick stuff up that is pointed out on the map and anything i come across but i'm not gonna go out of my way to like try and collect everything before reaching the end because i'm i'm enjoying the story a lot and i kind of am frustrated a little bit because there's this bit in the middle i'm right by this point where you have to like um like are you on the third island or the fourth island uh, I think the fourth, because I have to deactivate okay. beacons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and there was this bit where it was like very, um, like at the start of this string of missions, it went from, cool, you're in an open world, go tackle the next mission when you can, to, no, the next mission is right here. And like, there is a story thing happening that yes. you want to follow through. Yeah. And I really want to follow through on that. Yeah. And I as much as I'm enjoying the open world and I'm enjoying the the fun of running around and taking out um, uh, the banished, the banished, I feel like I'm I I feel very much like I do kind of like when I played Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. A lot of stuff on the open world map, but like the story is is something that I just kind of want to follow through. But well, that that's now. where I'm getting annoyed is I I'm worried that like because right now I'm trying to find these last radio towers and I don't know where they are. Like I don't have any left on my map. So I need to like go look up a map or something. And there's a part of me that's like, I could just go complete and keep playing the story, but I'm only missing like five, but they're annoyingly yeah. like hard to find at this point. Cause I'm missing five. These are the, uh, the like broadcast, the, towers, the grunt the radio towers. Propaganda towers. Yeah. The propaganda towers. And so I'm just like, I kind of hate that. Like I'm starting to feel a little bit of that, like Assassin's Creed, like, Oh, I need to like <laughs> fill out my map because I just kind of want to finish the game as well. But at the same time, the idea of like, I think I've done like 30 something of them. So to like have to wait till I do this on an easier run feels dumb. So I'm just like, I really want to go to the next part, but I know I'm going to have to spend an hour or two to find these last five fucking towers so I can, I could be done. I do like with the that fact and actually that just play the rest of the of, game. I, I do love the fact though that the collectibles have like an audio cue that you can hear from a pretty solid distance. Yes. Yeah, they're, they're so great like, about that. So like, oh, I hear a, uh, an audio log. And for me, the audio logs are, are the ones I want to capture because so much of the story of what happened between the beginning of the game and the six months, I think it is, between that and now uh, is told through those old yeah. audio logs and gives you so much better context for all of the stuff that's happening in like cutscenes. So, yeah. There's one or two parts of the map that feel mm-hmm. like I could have used one or two more fobs so that I could uh, quick travel closer to things <laughs> because yes. sometimes I'm like, fuck, there's no fob anywhere near any of this yeah. stuff. So I'm going to have to get in my wasp and then fly from far away before I got the wasp. It was like, all right, I got to get in the warthog or just try and zip around. Just grapple, baby. Just grapple. Yeah. <laughs> Tuna, Tuna, how are you feeling? I want, yeah. yeah wh- wh- are you on the second or third island now? I think I'm where Thomas. Oh, so then I'm just past you. I think you guys, I think you're like 75% through the game. I so, yeah. Um, Here's what I will say. So yeah, so the first, so I found a lot of skulls already um, just by zipping around and by hitting the down D button for scanning purposes. Anyway, Mm. I missed the second skull in a mission that I can't go back now. Mm. So I'm really pissed about that. Mm. Um, That's number one. Number two. um, uh, Did you get that one on the second island with the two... uh... I mean, how, you found several? I found almost all of them. Okay, the one on the second island, there's two fucking hunters. Yeah. Yo, it's really those, those guys are some real motherfuckers. It's really Holy hard. I didn't, I didn't do anything with them until um, 
And they're like, the Red a, Hunters. Yeah, and that's a skull. I mean, this isn't really spoilery. That's a skull that is literally, it is there. You will see it. It's right there. Yes. Yeah, it, the map told to, me it was there. Yeah, It's there. Um, and the only oh, way. Oh, is this well, not, the one that's, um, oh, fuck. I, like, Death's Eye or something like that. It, like, popped up on the map. Catch. Like, I saw, like, uh, I saw, like, skull. a. It's near, it's near one of the VIPs. It's near an area where there's basically nothing else. Nothing else, yeah. And it came so, up with an icon on the map? Yeah, it's on the map. Skull. It'll come yeah. up on a map if you pass over it. Yeah. Got so it. anyway, so uh, yeah, basically it's there out in the open. You can grab it, but you're probably going to get killed by the hunters if you try to do that. So you have to kill the hunter. You probably should kill one or both of the hunters. This is, I would say this is not spoilery at all. Just cause no, it's, no, it's not. It's, it's not. right there. It's right out in front. Yeah. Um, a couple other ones are really cool that I found. Just you know, one I found completely by accident, just by just exploring. Which one was and that? I didn't. Uh, maybe fog. Okay, I found one on top of a base by accident. It's the only other one I found. No, that one I found by because uh, I just figured it would be up there. Yeah, that's exactly and, what I. I was like, some shit's gonna be on top of this yeah, base. Yeah, <laughs> I literally just said to myself, it's going to be up there, and I'm gonna use my grappling hook to get the fuck up there. Which at the time I could barely do. Like yeah. it was fucking hard. Yeah, but it was still. And then there's the there's something up there. Yeah, but not just the skull. Yeah. Anyway, no, not that one. There's one that's uh, you know how that one's high up. This one's low to the ground. Um, and this one I was just bouncing around. Anyway, long story short, so. Um, here's how I feel about this game. I'm all about the collectibles. I love collectibles and I love collecting shit. I don't love when it feels like there are so many points on the map that I get distracted the same way that I got distracted in Assassin's Creed um, Valhalla. Yes. Where there's just these points on the map and I feel like, fuck, like I really want to collect those things. I want to see what it is. I want to get the core. I want to get the armor. I just want to get those things. But now the pacing of the story has been slowed because I'm doing all this other crap. Um, the other thing I was going to say is I feel like it's I feel like it's a good game. Yeah. I don't think it's a great game. Okay. Take, right. Yep. And I don't think it doesn't. This might be controversial. Mm -hmm. It doesn't feel like Halo to me. It feels like an open world game. It feels like. It's still a good game. Like I don't entirely know. disagree with you. I think I agree I with you. I don't think this feels like Halo to me. And some of the things I'm doing are fun. Like when we're, yeah. we're, we're going to a base and we have to deactivate yeah. uh, cores and we have to, you know, take over the base and whatever. Um, I will say since unlocking this Wasp, yep. taking fobs has been something that is just almost too easy now to do. Mm. And I feel like why would I not use the Wasp? for a lot mm -hmm. of things because i get really high up i'm very far away and i shoot you and i you know and I'm, they, they get I it gets tough to use though in certain it, places because they sure, it, they have you know they're just gonna knock you out of the sky half the time fine but i'm saying that it, i feel like where before i would just have i would come upon a fob and i would have to you know strategically kind of say okay well i'm going to take out these brutes first and then i'm going to go you know whatever i feel like with the wasp it's a little different um and the other thing I guess I would say is I don't like, I'm not hundred percent into the story just because of the way that I've played it. And this might be my own fault, but the pacing of it has com just completely. Yeah. You got to get the audio logs. 
like no, I have the audio. No, it's I know, that. but like that's like where half the story comes from. No, so. I know, but it's more like, and I feel like this game is very repetitive. But that's 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 where I agree and with you. I just you. feel like I'm doing the same thing over and over again. And yeah. the only challenge yeah. that I'm having are the bosses. That's the only challenge I've had. So I found some of the bases to be kind of tough. Um, I found some of okay. the bases, not the fobs, but the oh, actual the like the like bases. I've found them. Yeah. I mean, I've gotten through all of them, obviously, but they have. I've found from time to time been kind of tough. No, At least on I legendary. Guess what I'm saying <laughs> is, I guess what I'm saying is, with the bases, like sure, I've died and stuff, whatever. Yeah. But with the with the bosses, oh, the I bosses. feel like all of a sudden we go from zero to, or we go from twenty miles an hour to fucking hundred miles an hour. Yeah. And I have to replay the boss at least six or seven, eight times. At least there's some pattern. Well, to get whatever the pattern is, or to yeah. get what like to get what his weakness is, or to understand how quickly his shield's going to recharge, or what's the best weapon to use on him right now. Um, and then saying to myself, "Fuck! I wish I didn't drop that skewer." If I knew there was a boss coming up, I wish I didn't drop the fucking skewer back well, there. This is my whole thing right now, is I'm basically playing with one weapon, and I'm leaving my mm -hmm. secondary weapon as the volatile skewer, because yeah. I know, I'm like, okay, there's a boss coming up, and then yeah. all I'm doing is every time I enter a new doorway, I'm going yeah. back and getting stuff, and then coming back in through that. Like, I'm bringing mm -hmm. weapons in, because I know I don't want to have the wrong fucking items. Right. When I go against this boss, it's probably not as big of a deal on Legendary, but on Legendary, if you don't have the right kit, you're... You're fucked. It can, it can be really, really hard. Yeah, and I guess that's my point, is that, like, all of a sudden, like, the difficulty grows exponentially with the boss. Yes. And you're just like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. okay. And I guess the other thing I would say is there's two items I never use. I never use the thrusters, and I never use the threat sensor. I use the threat sensor all the time. I never use the threat sensor. I use the grappling hook almost exclusively yeah. unless i'm like okay there's a lot of enemies i need the shield yep other than that it is almost exclusively grappling hook. that's me I, I would use the items more consistently if there was a good weight <laughs> instead of this d-pad nonsense that they've been i'll tell you what i finally <laughs> i finally memorized them all so now yeah. it's very simple because mm -hmm. i'm like okay i just press right then up and i'm on the threat yeah. sensor i press right then down i'm on the shield right then, down right then. oh yeah, yeah right then up is the thruster and mm. so it's also, like why did they give the weapon this mouth that has like rob beckett teeth you notice this what weapon <laughs> The weapon. Oh, the, oh, weapon. the weapon. The weapon. It's got fucking um, Rob Beckett teeth. What, 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 what the fuck? I don't know what you're referring to. Yeah. You don't know Rob Beckett? Yeah. Rob Beckett teeth. Yeah. He's got well, a okay, of imagine Jimmy Carr's teeth were twice as big. Yeah. I yeah. just, I've never noticed the teeth before. <laughs> the I mean, it's just feeling every time she talks, I'm like, I got, these, so I got dude, I got some fucking images here. Yeah. This is insane. Well, Rob Beckett's like 50% teeth. Yeah. But okay, I, I guess what I'm trying to I say. I found is, her animation to be lacking. Yeah, totally. I found but, her animation okay. to be All lacking. Right. Here's what, how long have they been working on this game? That's what I kept saying to myself. How long have they worked on this well, game? So this, this is the thing. This doesn't seem like a game. They basically not as long reset as you think. last year, yeah. yeah. Yeah, not as long as you think. Basically, like, a little over two years, but that's COVID time, so, like, yeah. a year maybe of normal. But this, my other thing was I should be able to upgrade the fobs, like, a lot. Like, they shouldn't all be exactly the same. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just feel like everywhere I go is exactly the same. And I feel like everything well, I do, I do the same 
that's my bigger gripe with the open world is is where's the biomes where's the sandy area where's the the tundra where's and i think it's because we're just on the shattered part of the fucking you know of uh, uh, of the ring so i'm just like there's a lot of really cool ideas here but it's not really the best open world thing i've played and it's not the best version of halo i played i don't totally agree with you but i get what you're saying you're saying it doesn't feel like halo because i'll say more than half of the time it doesn't feel like halo unless i'm on a real mission and when we're like inside when we're like in a place or like sometimes the bases and stuff like the actual missions like feel like halo but the rest of it the vistas because it's so open i always feel smaller than i used to like like the vehicles kind of feel like toys a little bit it almost feels and every i feel like i just go through the same motions every time you take a fob then you take one of those like bigger areas then you do a mission. Yeah. Then you go around collecting shit. And then but it, is, it is and, fun to repeat. I'm not it saying fun. it's not fun. I'm not saying it's not um, fun. No. I'm saying it's not, it's not, it's not the same. It's not the same. And it's, which not, is okay. It, yeah. I just, like the store. Uh, yeah. Because we're it, playing it single player. If this were, if this were co op, right? Yeah. Like, I actually much more want the traditional Halo experience because the traditional Halo experience, single player only, is not nearly as good as when we can do it in co-op yeah that's true as a single player game i think it works like pretty well it's pretty good because Mm -hmm. like the whole upgrades and stuff but Mm -hmm. there are times where i'm just like i kind of wish we didn't have upgrades i wish i just had these items they worked a certain way and then Mm -hmm. like the balance wasn't shifting because i can feel the game escalating as my abilities escalate so i don't really often feel that much more powerful no i don't feel more powerful at all and I would say the only cool thing, like, I don't really care. Like, I'm only collecting this shit because I have a problem. But the only thing that I actually like about the game they instituted is, like, the, the VIPs. That's fun. The VIPs That's are cool. awesome. I it's love cool to the kill VIPs. them, and it's cool to get the new weapon, the variant weapon that yes. they have. Yes. That's a very cool concept. I like it a lot. That's yes. great. And what, I, uh, have you guys I, done all of them? Um, no. I think I'm missing, like, three. Okay. Two. Okay, but I mean, there were these. Remember the two brutes that were on the middle island? Oh yeah, yeah, the bosses. Yeah, those were a pain in my fucking ass. Like, I beat them on my first try. I did not. They were a pain in my ass (laughs) because I knew we were gonna fight a boss. Tom, you're muted. I, I knew we were gonna fight a boss, so I got myself set up and I went and I I gathered a bunch of shit and I got myself in like a good position so I could take out the guy that wasn't on the vehicle first and then I could move somewhere else and then I took the guy out on the vehicle. Okay, here's what I did because I didn't have shit. I stole the chopper Uh that he was riding and that chopper is like a modified chopper. It has like Mm. yeah, yeah, cool. And I just ran them both. That was the strategy (laughs) in the end is I just ran them both over. And what ended up happening is because they have like high health or whatever, they don't just get run over. They get yeah, shot up into not. the sky. So and but when they fall, they die. But oh, that was a, that did was, you that clip was, that? No. Oh, I wish I could have seen. But that. that was the strategy in the end because I had no weapons. I didn't know what to do. That's a me, Tom. And you I, died on them a lot leave. too, because Tom told me that that was his biggest boss yeah honestly 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 the biggest issues i've run into with the bosses has been with the way that the save states have been working so with that boss fight there was a point where the save was kicking me back to this moment where within a second of the save reloading that chop rounds the corner and like just like hits me and it like kept so half of the time it was just like me not reacting, getting out of the way quickly enough. 
Um, and I was doing everything I could to like try and kick like another save and it just wouldn't happen. Um, I remember with those ones, honestly, my default is like just run and swing out of the way and find as many coils to throw at these fuckers. Well, once oh. you get away from them, though, you could you could go far away. You could leave and then just yeah, come but back. I didn't know where to go. I couldn't fast travel to anywhere because you're not allowed to fast travel when you're on that island. Yeah. So. I didn't know where to go, and I was like, well, do I waste time trying to find a skewer, or do I just try to figure okay. out a way to beat them? And so then was a, there was a spanker um, in there's like one of the There's three spankers. There's yeah. two skewers. There's several hydras all yeah, around that a, area. I found a spanker. Uh, so, well, I didn't find shit, so when, I ended up just grappling the chopper and stealing it. When that mission started, I explored that like area for a long time yeah. and was like, wow, there's a fucking power weapons here everywhere. So when nope. the boss fight was over there, it's like, cool, I know exactly where to go. <laughs> nope. nope. I had I had no weapons. It's just me and a grappling hook. The first what ended up happening. The first boss in the game. Honestly, I, I the first part of the game to me was like maybe one of the hardest things on legendary because I had like no upgrades. I had no gear. Mm -hmm. Um that first boss was I, I played him like 20 plus times easy no no question and the only way i could beat him because of my save state was i had to hit him with like five different like stick grenades i had to stick him like it would mm. start and like your thing tom i basically had one second to land a sticky on it if i missed that sticky every time i was dead right away because he was charging at me and he'd slam me and i'd be dead so i had to like immediately like push up to the right throw my sticky, run backwards, throw a sticky, throw a sticky, get more ammo, throw two more stickies. If I didn't land all of them, that was it. I was done. That was the okay, only way I could beat about, that guy. When, when you think about like what this game has to offer yeah. or what this campaign has to offer, would you say it's minimal? In some ways and in some ways it's not because the sandbox is, I think, a lot of fun. Um, and when they add, uh, obviously, co-op, there'll be like a lot of fun fucking around we can do. Um, but I do think in some ways it feels bare bones. Like it feels a little hollow. Um, I, it just, I look at this and I'm like, man, a sequel to this game, now that they have the foundation, feels like it could be amazing. They need more enemy, slightly more enemy variety. The AI needs to be more interesting, especially the UNSC AI needs to be more interesting. They need biomes. They need to do a little bit more like interior mission stuff. Because by the way, there are so mm -hmm. many like cave systems and yeah, things in the game, which are so cool. Yeah, Why yeah. aren't like some of the bases and things that we had to do in those instead of just being the same outdoor looking things that they were every time? Like put do, some shit inside. Those that, things are that, so cool. That, that being said, when I would run into those interiors that are like, yeah, like deep into like the ring, like the actual internals of the yeah. ring, like I feel that they were special, you know, they like, were, oh, they I was were. really enjoying this. And like, but give I, me a I, reason I, to go there I other than just to explore. I am personally impressed that when you do get funneled into the linear mission type, how traditional Halo those. Yes. Feel. Yes. Um, oh. And I'm like, I'm like, it's very impressive to me that we go from this open world to this very focused linear thing. And I feel like the transition for most of those elements feel pretty natural and yep. like, I liked the fact that like when we were like stranded on that very small island, I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, I'm glad I'm not just like thrown back out to the open world. And it's so funny because I feel that when people were reviewing this and talking about this and there was preview things, a lot of people were kind of talking like, yeah, it's not an open world. Like, it's not like, uh, oh, my God, know, it, it's Street. an open world. And I'm like, this thing is huge. Like, this is an open yes. world game. Like, yeah. 
Um, and I kind of, I think it, I think if it had been what people, I was led to believe by people where it was more like smaller zones that you can kind of explore, but it's not this Ubisoft like experience. I actually feel that it would have serviced the game a lot better. It would have serviced the story a lot more, uh, a lot better. They could have maybe tailored some specific things. The monotony of the environment um, might not have felt so uh, aggressive. Did um, I miss something? How do we? How did Atriox uh, die? I think that happens in Halo Wars too. Okay. <laughs> I think. I was under the, the impression that he just Wars dies too. at the beginning with Master Chief. Because it looks like his Let's ship see. explodes. Like he throws right. Master Chief off the ship, and then that ship, it looks like, was blowing up. I thought I missed something. I don't know. That's what I, that's what I read, but Tom might be right. So I know he was very important in Halo Wars 2. But I thought he was, like, the villain in Halo Wars 2. But then in this game, I thought, like, he died after in that. It looked like that ship got destroyed. And it, it seemed almost like Atriox was like, I went on that ship, I killed the chief and took down everyone. And this is my final message to my people. That's, that's what my read on it was, but that could be wrong. So I don't, I don't know. It, it, look, I fucking love playing it. I just think they could have done a little bit better of a job with surfacing the location of certain things. Like, let me just the, say the radio I, towers and stuff. Let me just say, I just tried to look up what happened to Atriox. Um, we clearly haven't gotten to a point in the story uh, great. that so i'm glad i spoiled that for myself oh great and you kind of just spoiled it for us why well, no we just I'm we, ha we don't know yet that's all he's saying is we don't know fine yet. fine we'll find out um <laughs> so yeah so i'm where you guys are but i've completed everything on the fourth island and now i can go and do the thing and i'm fairly certain because every time i completed something it was like all fobs are done all troops are done all this i'm like hmm seems kind of like i'm going to just linear mission structure i don't know i don't know if we're close because oh. there's a huge portion of the map that i, I think we're, i think yet. the final area is oh, going to be on that I but see. i think when i we go over there like kind of like that middle we're gonna that middle one time. i think they're going to be like hey when we go over there there's no coming back like that's what i think is about to happen here what the one at the very very top yeah i yeah, think they're right. going to be like that little that little because there's no fobs. There's, there can't be any fobs because I've completed all the fobs. There can't be any towers. There wait, can't wait. Be any... You're not talking about the island to the right. You're talking the about top the top right structure. island where there's another there is a huge portion. There's, there's of a map, fifth right? island. There's a big yeah. fifth island. Yeah, that big portion. You're saying that big portion has no fobs? Because I, so when I've completed all the fobs, right, I get oh, the shit. achievement. So that's what oh. I'm saying is that's why I feel like I'm about wait, to so that hit that big point. portion that's like basically a quarter of this entire map has no fobs. It's, yes. Unless they unless they have another achievement, you completed our secondary fobs, then it has no fobs. Wow. <laughs> Which so tells me we'll that that area, the UNSC has never been there. So we wouldn't have a forward operating base. Right? So it seems I like... I thought you were talking about the structure that's, if you follow like the, the I call the, it the spine. The spine, yeah, but yeah. But if you follow the spine all the way north, yeah. there's a little structure up there. That, that's I mean, I'm my guess about. is we're going to that fifth island and then going to that structure, or we're going to that structure and then we're going to the fifth island. Either way, yeah. I from what i understand from what i heard there is a point in the game where they're like well if you've missed any collectibles once you go through this part there's no going back and i have a feeling it's probably when we leave this island so wait you see then that that i have a problem with because i was looking at how many unsc audio logs there are yes and there are a lot and there is one island where there's 24 of them and okay. 
for you to then get to a point where they're basically telling you you're not going to you're not going to have an opportunity to go back and get those yeah to me seems ridiculous especially when they're not marked on your map you have to find them on your own well this is this is why i, I, like I was saying like a i'm a little frustrated doing because that. i want to go play the game but i don't, but you don't feel like miss i can't out on the collectible only because i'm going to do them at some point so yeah. i may as well do them now while i have them mostly done but if right but if I want to just keep playing the game, which is the thing I really right. want to do at this point, it's like so I, I'm I've stuck between a rock and a hard I, place. I, I don't, I've never mm -hmm, heard of that mm -hmm. before where it's like, like Zelda, right? Like, like Zelda. I mean, it's, it's, it's happened in a lot of games. It's just, it sucks. No, but I feel like in a lot of games, what they do is they put you right before you're about to go to that last thing that will complete right. the game and you'll right. be at that save point right there. Yeah. That's, it seems like, shit. yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's really unfortunate. That being said, I it, uh, the only reason I feel bad about it is, like, I enjoy the game so much, I want to play the game, but I also don't want to miss out on all the shit I just did. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to turn on my do not serve. There we go. So you're not hearing stuff come up. Um, cool. Otherwise, I haven't touched multiplayer, except I signed into uh, I, I signed into multiplayer. I bought the cat ears, obviously. <laughs> you There's, bought them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're not, they're not them, unlockable. They're, they're for sale. First of all, I mean, I'm not buying cat ears. Of course, it's it's you know some of the armor they always have like different um like brands. They'll be like it's this kind of armor, it's that kind of armor. The Halo Four armor, the special edition armor, the Fotis helmet, which is the unicorn one, because uh, it was exclusive to the legendary edition that I got. It uh I use that the whole time. This is also once again Fotis armor. I feel I don't I can't imagine what is going to ever compel me to switch off my cat ears. Like, I now feel like I have almost no reason to want to unlock anything other than, like, visors or, like, other little doodads. It's, it's, it's a Master Chief helmet, right? But it's got two little no, cat ears. I, I, yeah. Why is everyone obsessed about that? Cats are awesome. Okay. Well, people love cats, man. There's more right. cat owners in the U.S. than dog owners. So. All right. Popular cats. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of set it and forget it animals. Yeah. I mean, that's probably why they're more popular than dogs. That is 100% why they're more popular than dogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I've not touched multiplayer. I am excited to get back to it. I think they just started a new uh, event, which yeah, now so it's like a you... lot easier to get stuff because of the way they cha made changes. So it's winter conting contingency. Um, there is this really cool, I think one of the best paints uh, that you unlock on day two. So the way it works is you just have to play a match um, on multiplayer once a day um, and you unlock a tier, but you can't unlock more than one tier in a day. So it's just um, one per day. I think you have 14 total days to do t the 10 um, things on the pass. Um, and yeah, the second tier is this, uh, they call it like peppermint something. And it's like a primarily like white, but it's got like touches of green and red all over it. It's really cool. Uh, I'm a big fan of the color scheme. Because um, I feel like so many of the... I look at like that hexagon that is like the, the preview of like, here are all the different colors involved. And I'm like, that looks great. And then they put it on the armor and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, where is the color? Like so many of these just feel like so bland. And so I actually kind of like this one a lot. And uh, I think that's the best thing on the the uh, winter contingency event pass, and you only unlock it day two. I think everything okay. after that is kind of noise. 
Um, have you looked at some of the skins that we get from the campaign? Because uh, there's an awesome, just like yeah. legacy, legendary, like Master Chief color, and it's my favorite fucking color pack yeah. so far. I've gotten in the <laughs> honestly it's a lot really of the, good. Everything that I've unlocked from the campaign are some of my favorite uh, cosmetic it, items totally. in multiplayer. I like um, all of that yeah. stuff better than anything I've unlocked other than the cat ears now, which I bought, which is funny. Like, so that was actually, I was actually kind of happy. Like, okay, cool. I I'm had getting to, something for myself. the multiplayer there from was the single one, player. The week before this, the, the week before this one with the cat is last week, yeah. the weekly bundle was like a, um, it was a red and blue color scheme. Like, like kind of this, like really stark, like Spider-Man yeah, red yeah. and blue for all of your weapons and then you had like a falcon like head that went on top of your assault rifle and like i had to do everything in my power to stop myself from buying it because it was so fucking oh yeah um yeah and now finally my vehicles aren't just boring gray thank god yes yes i'm just gonna say this very briefly so i saw spider-man monday and it was amazing or tuesday tuesday i saw spider-man it was awesome it was amazing it was so good. I loved it. Um, Tom, I know you Tom? did a spoiler cast. He did a whole thing on. He did a whole spoiler cast. I liked it a lot. I liked. I liked Matrix better. Wow. Personally. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I've heard like mixed on Matrix. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I feel like you're gonna hear. I feel like with how the world is now, I'm never gonna hear anything but mixed on anything ever. I feel like if Avengers Endgame came out now. I'd hear mixed shit yeah. about Avengers Endgame. <laughs> I feel like that's just the world we live in now. Yeah. I mean, uh, to be fair, I, I do hear mixed things on Endgame, but no, I think that Matrix um, put into, uh, you know, the, the fourth Matrix is such a stark commentary on its own existence and the existence of like franchises and things like that, that it put a lot of the issues I have with No Way Home into like better perspective and kind of like, wow, we- What? Like- what wait what you're you're taking things you learned from the matrix and extrapolating 100%. it uh, he's talking about 100%. like the metaphors and the meta commentary that the matrix offers on the pop culture the matrix resurrections makes an, a, a, the, a huge part of the movie is all about a meta commentary on like the legacy of franchises and like rebooting things and bringing things back for nostalgia's sake and especially with like which I, I, I don't know where hearing that though makes me ambivalent about this because in fact i actually disagree with most takes on nostalgia on the internet and i i'm so tired of people being like oh it's nostalgia it's nostalgia it's like are you fucking unaware of every goddamn thing that's ever been made in human history every story is just a fucking rehash or rewriting well, or retelling that's... of everything in human history stop talking about nostalgia it's not nostalgia we're just retelling stories that's what human history is well that's another point that i think that the matrix uh resurrections also delves into and also discusses and and and, and weaves so i'm either with... gonna like this or hate it <laughs> i think you're gonna like it but okay but and i'm not but, wait I... hold on it's not that oh it's God. not just wait are you talking about nostalgia you're just talking about storytelling nostalgia because there's nostalgia for your own history there's nostalgia for your own childhood and your own way of life uh -huh. beforehand before yes. it's not just storytelling no, it kind of is. In many ways, it is. Because the thing that you grew up liking, right, 
is something that another adult made. And they made that because they grew up liking something else. And so although it seemed unique to us at the time, the person who made that was influenced by the things that they remembered and grew up liking as a child. Every, everything that's ever been made is influenced by something that came before it. And just because it's within the same franchise or IP doesn't suddenly make it nostalgia. No, but it's just a level of familiarity. for your own memories. Yes, but, but then, but my but point maybe is- Maybe they the, don't make the me- memories not about media, just about my, the life that I live. Sure, but I, we're talking in the context of franchises and media. Well, well, that's what I asked you. I said, do you mean nostalgia in the, in the context of media? Or do you mean nostalgia in the context of my own memories that I made, say, No, Christmas, but we're, we're obviously talk, we're talking about nostalgia in the context of media. Fuck. Because everyone is just complaining about, like, the new Ghostbusters. It's like, oh, it's just nostalgia. Star Wars, oh, it's just nostalgia. It's like everything, in a way, could just, so, like, it's just, it's a very reductive you know really way to look at. I don't world. know if you guys saw this. Did you guys see Home Sweet Home Alone? I haven't, but I've heard it's good. It's not great. So that it's I, I, I want to watch in, it. All right. All right so, so it's in, good. It's good. Not great. Um, they make a lot of commentary about the first movie. And there's one part where they say, there's literally one person says, why do they remake the classics? They never do it right. And blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So you think to yourself, okay, they're well aware of what they're doing. They're well aware that they're remaking pretty much beat for beat. Um, the first Home Alone movie. They're making the burglars not burglars. Uh, honestly, uh, yeah, I don't but... think this is a spoiler, but there's a lot of misunderstanding in this movie that yes. if we're cleared up, there would be no movie. So I, I'm um, aware of what the burglars are this time. And from everything I've okay. heard about this movie, and this is why I'm actually excited for it, is yeah. unlike Home Alone 3 and 4, where they are just trying to do the same fucking thing again. Yes. You're watching those movies. The original two Home Alones are so good because, A, they're, like, way too violent in a way. But it's because it's all from the perspective of the kid because it was made for the kids that watched it then. And so it's, like, everything's heightened. The thing I've heard about this one is that it's also actually more, like, from the perspective of people that grew up watching it. So, like, I've heard that, like, we're going to align a lot more with the adults. And so that this one feels it's supposed to be more funny than the original. I fucking hate the kid. Okay, and so, so this is what I have heard, is that you, so I fucking you're going to align more with the adults when you uh, watch this one now. There, there is, there's one booby trap that you are going to have the biggest fucking eye roll of your life. I can't wait. Okay, there's one booby trap that you are going to be like, are okay. you fucking I can't wait. Um, and then, yeah, so you end up hating the kid. It kind of is, like I said, like it, it is one of these movies where... It is literally a bunch of misunderstandings that are yeah. grouped together. And if somebody just said something or listen, or if, if it's one of those things where if somebody had just said, stop, listen to me for just one second, movie over. Done. Well, I'm rewatching yeah. Lost and that's, you know, well, that's also, that's also something you could say with a lot of movies or TV it is. shows. That's I'm just it's like you. every it's, episode of Seinfeld is like, yeah. if someone could just get someone totally. on the phone and talk to get them for 30 the phone, seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Without cutting right. each other off, just let mm-hmm. someone tell the person the information. Yep, <laughs> I'm excited to watch it. Have you guys gone through all your Christmas movies for the year? I saved that one and Eight Bit Christmas, which I've heard Eight Bit Christmas is awesome. Everyone that's watched that has told me they really like Eight Bit Christmas, uh, so yeah. I saved those. We got halfway through and somebody woke up and. Uh, well, so. that's how that rolls. Tom, have you watched either of the new ones? No, I'm not a. Uh... I need to watch Christmas movies at Christmas. Shocker. Mm. I do my, I do one or two, like I do Home Alone or I do. uh, Die Hard. 
no, I'm not really a diehard Christmas guy either. I love diehard, yeah, but I. like, I just like, oh, do we really need to make ourselves watch Die Hard because it's Christmas for the theme? Like, make um, ourselves watch Die Hard? Though? No, now I mean, you I watch love, Iron I, Man 3. For I me. love, I love Die Hard. Yeah, exactly. I love Die Hard. Um, Die Hard. Die Hard. Uh, one of my favorites is Jingle All the Way, which Brooke started the other day and hasn't seen, and we didn't make it that far through, but I, I really enjoyed that one quite a lot. Um, but yeah, I'm not like, uh, oh, yeah. I need to watch a Christmas movie every Well, you night. just watched off Hawkeye. I haven't watched the finale yet, but because we, we saved the finale, the finale for tomorrow. We're like, we should watch, because it's a Christmas show, we should watch it on Christmas, so we saved it for tomorrow. So. Um, yeah, uh, like, I, I, I very much enjoyed Hawkeye. I think it's been the most um i i still maybe think loki's at my top i think loki has some higher highs but i think that the like personal stuff in it between him and kate is fantastic and um yeah i enjoyed the i enjoyed the finale quite a bit some people are really down on it and i'm just like okay i don't know what you expect to hear i like it um, i i think it's really good i don't like it as much as wanda or loki i wouldn't even say it's very close i'd, I'd say they're like a full step ahead of it but that being said i do like it I also thought Hawkeye was the fucking lamest person in the Marvel <laughs> Universe before this, so <laughs> they've made him a lot more interesting than he was in everything else, but he was really boring. I also just don't think Jeremy Renner's... I, I don't find him a captivating actor. He's... I don't know. Usually I find him not. Boring. I think he's doing. I think he's doing a lot in this film. I feel, uh, oh, this he's show. great in this. He's great I think, in this. I think. I think it, it might have more to do with Haley Steinfeld, like pulling some stuff out of him. Um, to giving and, him more to chew on. He's also just not like second banana to heroes yeah. that are a lot cooler and more charismatic yeah. than, than him. <laughs> and uh, the introduction of uh, a previous a character we've seen in previous stuff that happens like halfway through the season. Um, that character like really shines in the finale i think uh, specifically and their dynamic with uh kate in particular is really solid and very excited for obviously the foundation they're laying for for those uh, characters that they're going to introduce and bring them together so very excited about that um but yeah man i i really i i matrix really hit on a really personal chord for me and like i oh yeah to me, it's all I can think about. I've just been like, wow. this, this was my last day of working, but like, I was honestly just like reading stuff and like messaging people about it. Cause, uh, yeah, I, I really, I can't think of anything else at the moment, it feels like. So I'm very happy personally. Yeah. <laughs> I'm probably not watching that until Sunday because I have a few more episodes to watch on Lost so that I can be on the constant because that episode takes place on Christmas Eve. So I have to watch it's the best episode of the there, series. There, you, ugh. It's the best episode of the series. So, and it because it takes place on Christmas Eve, it's Christmas episode. So, I got to watch it on Christmas. I am more of a Christmas mom. episode than uh, Die Hard. Yeah. Oh, it definitely <laughs> is. It definitely. I mean, it's about true love. Mm. Come on, can't beat that. Can't beat that. It's great. Um, I do want to very quickly just mention another game I downloaded. I played only a couple rounds of it. Tom, you got to get this so we can play it together. It's called Babel Royale. Have you read or heard about this yet? Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh. Okay, well, I got to wait for Tuna to be back. He's got to hear this. He's got to know about it. Said, wait, wait a <laughs> second. Is he in a fridge? He's in the fridge. What's he getting in there? Spindrift? LaCroix? What do we got? White Claw? Oh, it's a White Claw. That is That's White a Claw. White Claw. Mm, drinking oh, on the job. Oh. Wait, what, what has she got there? What do you think I have here? A White Claw? A White Claw. A is LaCroix? that what you guys are guessing? You guys are guessing I think it's that a LaCroix. I'm drinking. 
It's not it's not a LaCroix because it's like a white can. Oh, it's Schweppes. Schweppes. Ooh, a black cherry Schweppes. I saw I saw the it's basically I saw the, a Shirley I saw Temple. The, I saw what looked like a white can because of the lighting uh-huh. with right. a yellow strip, which is a, a, LaCro- yeah. uh, a white claw. Oh, yeah, he's on baby duty. I know. I thought well, that's why I thought he was drinking. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> the um, Babel Royale is one of those games that sounds like I would have made it up for game or no game. Mm. This is a real game. It is a Scrabble esque battle royale. I have game heard of this. Where yes. we drop on, you drop onto a field, and it's also, by the way, it's themed almost like it's like like a PUBG or something. It, it's like dirt and grass and stuff. And there's like power up tiles that you can pick up. But everyone parachutes. You parachute with your tile onto the board, onto a spot, and then you build letters out and words like in Scrabble, so that you can get to your opponents and then knock them off the board and like and kill them. It's essentially cool. how it works. You have to, but the the frustrating thing for me as someone who played like a ton of words of friends and Scrabble is um mm-hmm. it doesn't follow the exact same rules. You can't kind of like cluster words up and build off of words, which has many like there's sort of like a limit to how many times you can build off of a word with how many letters. So I do find that to be a little bit frustrating and like the way it lets you connect words. I think it's my guess to help people move farther out into the board instead of like clustering up in an area i maybe if they allowed that it would be too hard to like break through and knock someone out i'm not really sure what their design reason for that was i've only played it like twice um i tried playing third time didn't have enough time i was like i gotta get this in before we record today because i saw it and i had to fucking try this game out it's super dumb but it's fun as hell it is unfortunately only on pc uh, pc and mac uh, it's on both right now, but if it comes to like Xbox, it would be fun as hell for all of us to play that. Um, yeah. Or even on mobile. There's no reason this can't be on mobile, this game either. Uh, but it's really funny to see one of these dumb ideas. Like, what if you had a Scrabble Battle Royale? And then here, <laughs> I mean, they literally even like you can unlock skins. You can get like camo on your tiles and stuff. Like, it's so stupid, <laughs> but it's kind of amazing. Um, yeah, so there's that. Let's uh, do a little bit of uh, wow that was really loud wasn't that listener mail all right we have uh emails at unrankedpodcast.com if you want to send us some mail or you can do it like everyone else go to the link in our show notes join our discord and go to questions for the pod all right guys what is your favorite christmas movie to watch and why is it die hard from wolf's lore <laughs> uh i think we already answered this question so, I mean, Die Hard aside, mine is Santa Claus. It, uh, I haven't watched back, that one in a long Brings back nostalgic time. memories for me. Oh. And uh, it's just my favorite one. I like the idea of um, Santa being a passed down job. Uh, although I will say that the whole thing is ruined by Santa Claus's two plus. Oh, no way. Santa Claus 2 and 3 is wild shit. Santa Claus 2 has Elizabeth Mitchell. It's Santa Claus 2 has some wild, wild Yo, Tom, shit. it's fucking true. I don't think if I've ever seen 3. You got My first them. date ever was to Santa Claus 2. They're really bad. The Santa Claus, though, is a very, like, not-so-crazy good movie. It's one of those Not-so-crazy. He kills Santa, what? and then not he shows really. up at Santa's, like, old house, and no one fucking cares. It is really weird. That part I thought was weird. That like that he shows up and everyone's like, "Oh, okay, all right, new Santa." Well, I, th- new I Santa. feel like it's I feel like it's kind of like uh, you know trial by combat. <laughs> like you are the new Santa. That yeah, that's kind of nuts. Yeah, 
But the way Mike, and what happened to Mrs. Claus? Him? What happened to the Mrs. Claus? Also, do you remember when? Um, okay, so then later in the in the um, in the movie when he's in trouble when he's been arrested, they send the elves, yeah. ELVS yeah. whatever to go save him. They didn't send them with when the other Santa wasn't responding. Right. They knew it was anyway. Okay. That aside, it's one of those movies where Santa exists. The par- the adults don't believe in it, but presents get put He's under the tree it. that right. they didn't yeah. buy anyway. Yeah. And that's never explained. Yeah. No, no, it's not. It's wild, but I love it. Um, I watched Santa Claus two and three for the first time last year, and I'm all in on them. So this year, <laughs> what we did. Well, we did the Home Alone house, which, by the way, T and I fucking put that house together in two days. It was awesome. All we did was marathon uh, Christmas movies. We did all three Santa Claus. We did the two Home Alones. We did Elf, and we did uh, National Lampoon's Christmas. We did all of those in two days. That's Teresa's favorite. My favorite movie has got to be Home Alone. I'm actually – I like two as much as I like one. I always have trouble deciding which I like better. You you got to love the the bird lady. The bird lady is amazing. Mm -hmm. The guy that owns the toy two, store. Two is uh, Home Alone's one and two. Uh, let's talk about Christmas movies. Fantastic. Are uh, 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 the diehards one and two of the child-friendly Christmas movie genre. Yeah. That like any given Sunday, one I prefer more than the other, and I could uh, enjoy yes, the other. That's how I feel about that. Um, a movie. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but my my uh, my hot my Christmas um, guilty pleasure is a, a little movie called Christmas with the Cranks. With Dude, Tim that Allen. is the worst fucking yeah. movie yeah. I have ever seen. I saw it last year for the first time. I hate it. I saw it also either last year or the year before for the first time. Brittany and I were like, this is the worst It has movie. a 6% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's so bad. <laughs> it is the worst It's so bad. Movie. Why'd you hate it so much? It is just horrible. Like yeah. everything Why? about it is horrible. Yeah. The Why? acting is horrible. The story is horrible. Yeah. What's wrong Everything with the story? About I, you don't you don't like the premise of the story? I like the premise of the story a lot. I think it's actually. I think that there's no chemistry between any of the actors whatsoever. It feels like we're supposed to just watch Tim Allen the whole time. Like it's that's really what it feels bad. like. I, yeah. I like I like it. I I I think that um it isn't too far away. I feel like it's right in that middle area of great background Christmas movies. It's not the I'm heights. Sorry, it's not the heights of a of a Home Alone or a Die Hard. If we're gonna do that, it's not the heights of uh, even a Jingle All the Way. Maybe actually, it is in that realm that I put no, Jingle in the Way. Oh yeah, it's in the no. Jingle All the Way realm. No, it's not. It, it's easily in that molasses. I haven't watched that this year. I should watch that. I don't like but it, Tom. I but I, were... I'm not gonna shit on it as much as Alex. I but I did not like it's it horrible. when I saw it. It is so bad. <laughs> Again, um, I'm not gonna shit on it. Like I mean, I, like it's Christmas. I time. really, I really don't. I, I, I don't think it's a fantastic film, but I yeah. feel that like there are elements of it that I that I enjoy, um, and I like the the end message of it, and like the the come to Jesus moment, if you will, at the, at the end. I think I kind of watch it for that. What I my Christmas come movie that Jesus. I really like that is that is a Christmas movie, but not a traditional Christmas movie. Uh, Krampus. It's more Isn't of like that a, a horror movie. It's a scary movie, but it's it's yeah. not really scary. But it is. It's about Christmas. It's around Christmas time. Mm. It is. I would say it's it's up there for me as one of my better liked Christmas movies. I, I also I still do love to watch the old Rudolph stop motion. 
Um, I will tell you, I'm going to rewatch the Ted Lasso Christmas episode from this season because that was so good when they did that. And it, unfortunately, obviously, it came out in the summer. But that was such a good episode, like Christmas episode, that I'm going to watch that again, either tomorrow or on Christmas Day, either Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. It was like very heartwarming, the whole like Ted and Rebecca going out and like doing like giving away gifts and uh, Keely and Roy oh, like, I did helping see the one. niece. Yes, and then like the whole team gets together and has like Christmas together and yes, everyone brings like food house. from yeah, their like home so country. Good. Oh, it's really yeah, nice. So it's a great good. episode. Uh, a couple of other shout outs here. I just want to give a couple of shout outs. Uh, I enjoy the 2000 or 2001 Grinch with Jim Carrey. I think that okay. it's a very solid. Oh, it's actually original Brooks' Grinch. favorite. Oh, um, and then my last, my last, the oh, with a K. Claws, yeah. Oh, with Claws. Um, Kurt, Kurt Russell. I haven't seen that one. Oh, it's the animation. First of all, oh, the no, the animated is... one. Yeah. I have seen that. So you're thinking of Christmas Chronicles. Good. Christmas Chronicles, sorry. You're thinking I of Christmas Chronicles. Up. Oh, I don't know uh, what that is. No, that, the, that's a Kurt Netflix. Russell Netflix. They did like two. Like, oh, I thought yeah, maybe Claus was voiced by him when you were like with Kurt no, Russell. I'm like, Claus yeah, maybe. is fantastic. <laughs> Claus uh, fantastic is really film. good. I also want to give a shout out to one that I saw for the, oh, I like Why Him. It doesn't feel like a Christmas movie because it happens in California, so it's not like snowy and stuff. That's the one with uh, Brian Cranston and his daughter is marrying James Franco, who's like a tech bro. Um Ooh fun film and then the final one i want to give a shout out wait which one what was it why him why him oh i that is a funny movie that was a funny movie double dicking yeah Yeah, that was a funny movie (laughs) you little freak you little double dicker um the night before uh which is seth rogan anthony mackie and joseph gordon oh yeah really funny really funny oh i've never seen that I highly, really? I think it's on Netflix, or at least it was really? last year when I watched it. I highly recommend watching. How's it. Anthony Mackie? Because he's the only person I found to be as like as uncharismatic as Jeremy Renner. I will just say Seth Rogen doing a lot of the heavy lifting. Uh, okay. Joseph yeah. Gordon-Levitt also has like a cute, romantic his. his sure, that ro- sounds like line. his lane. Yeah, Seth Rogen though doing uh, a lot of funny stuff in this film. Okay, and um, who else? Oh my God, who plays their weed dealer? Who's the actor in this fucking film? Who plays what, sorry, movie? one more time. What's the name of this? Um, the, the night, night before. before. The night oh before. my god, Michael Shannon plays the dealer, which is so. I gotta watch that. Fucking funny. Have any of you seen the Polar Express? The like Nightmare Fuel, like 3D. Yeah, I really hate yeah, it. Yeah, with Tom Hanks. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I've never seen it because it terrifies it's not, me. Not worth, not worth your time. That's what I figured. I've never seen it. Bad Mom's it. Christmas. Pretty funny. Not bad. Bad Moms Christmas. I haven't, a, I haven't seen any of the Bad Moms films. It's like Moms um, saga. it's like American Pie, but for this, like yes. adult women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like raunchy I mean, adult Catherine women. Hans in it. I'll, I'll take it. Uh, that's the first thing I ever saw her in. Yeah. We, Therese, oh, really? We watched it last year on Christmas. It was on. It was on Netflix. We were like, well, we watched all the other Christmas stuff. Let's put this on. I was like, this is actually very funny. This is very funny. Um, yeah. God, there's a lot of good stuff here. Um, we're not. We're we're gonna do another question real quick. Do you guys uh, have any other traditions? I mean, uh, like we were we went over that. Obviously, we're none of us are really doing them this year because uh, COVID. Uh, uh-huh. Although the one thing Teresa and I have had now at least a tradition of we make because you know Alex like like you we would do the fish we do seafood and then the next day was always like pasta and stuff like that. But now uh-huh. now that Teresa and I have been doing Christmas alone. 
for a few years, we're doing, we do big lasagna now. Christmas Eve is what we do. Ah, so that's enough. where she is right now is getting that stuff so we can make lasagna, which by the way, the uh, like beyond meat Italian spicy sausage, it's like the easiest thing to fake meat because it's just fucking seasonings anyway, like sauce, right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, it's so good in that. It's so good. I'm very excited. Um, so here's one last question. Ether by Lau, Greg wants to know, question, and this is for real, y'all. Who would win in an Agni Kai? On a what? The, an Agni Kai. The bout from Avatar The Last Air, Airbender. Dan versus Chris, Tuna versus Tom, etc. So, like, just several matches. The AGME made me think of Agni. Haha. I don't know what the AGME is, but there you go. Age. Who would win an Agni? AGME. I don't know what AGME is. What is this called? Agni Kai, the firefighting that Ozai and... It's just, I mean, here's the question. Oh, it, in the scenario, do we have firebending? Yeah. Or is this just who wins in a fight to the death? Is this just who wins in a fight to the death? Because then it's just then it's just like, uh, you know, like earlier. <laughs> I think the more appropriate question is who out of the four of us is a firebender? Because then I think, that's... The, I think Alex is a firebender. Yeah, I was going to say out of the four of us, it would... Yeah. All right. Actually, I don't know if Alex is a firebender. I honestly, I, I don't think, think Dan any of is us a are. firebender. I honestly don't think any of us are. I think Dan is the firebender. I think we're all probably all earthbenders. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. I don't think we're. I think you're maybe an earthbender, Tom. Mm -hmm. I think Alex actually might be an airbender. I think just because you could kind of, you kind of just don't care. Like you, you, sure, you can, you can, you can just disregard other people and things sure, enough to that. where Alex could be an air. Like, I don't think Alex, as much as he can hate things enough, like an airbender, he has that like, kind of like hot. I feel like he, he's more likely to be uh, possibly an airbender than a firebender. Whereas Dan, I could see Dan, Dan's got a little fire in him. Dan could be the firebender. <laughs> a little spice. He's got a little spice in there. I definitely think Tom, that you're an earthbender. You're definitely yeah, an earthbender, uh, and I'm obviously an avatar. I get all of them, so so I would win. <laughs> obviously, obviously, avatar. Cube. There it is. Amazing. There it is. <laughs> uh, we're skipping a game this week because I'm developing a game for next week, and I, you know, I was looking online. I was like, I'm going to do a rate that game game, just get a bunch of holiday stuff, um, like holiday related games. But there wasn't anything good, and instead of phoning in the game this week, I thought let's just take a break because next week. I mean, I have a hell of a fucking show for you boys with this big yeah, fat quiz. Have, Tom, have you watched Big Fat Quiz of the Year? Back in the day. Okay. Like when it would air in England. Yeah. I think it's a New Year's Eve thing. Um, yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I remember. Which is when, when ours will be coming out. I remember yeah. when I remember when uh, I went to like my fucking um, grandparents for Christmas one year and I was like, I, I loved it. I, yeah. and it was like it was like the height of like Russell Brand's like fame and everything, and it was just oh like, like the early twenty one, late two thousands. Yeah, I don't know who's still on it. Um, uh, now it's all the like UK panel show people. A lot of them. There gotcha. still are some other celebrities, but is uh, is Mighty Boosh guy uh, fucking? Um, oh my god, uh, he's also hosts uh, Bake Show. Um, Nigel, no, not Nigel. What's his name? Noel Who's Fielding. The, Noel Fielding. Oh, he's not on he, this year. He was on two years ago, I think. Yeah, was I mean, he was on, he was on. was on it way back in yeah. the day because Mighty Boosh was yeah. huge in the in or. You know, so I've heard of, 
Mighty Boosh before, but I never knew yeah. what it was. But I know who Noel Fielding is from IT Crowd and from seeing him on Taskmaster and from seeing him on uh, yeah, other My, shows. Mighty Boosh was like yeah. his thing and like the thing that was like the first thing that put him on the map. Yeah, um, it was him and Richard Iwati for a couple of years were on the same team for uh, Big Fat Quiz. I just watched like five of them in a row this last week to like kind of get down what all there's a couple of their skits and stuff that i can't recreate obviously i can't do the like children's elementary school puts on a play thing that they do because <laughs> you know i did think about like could i take one of these mash it up to something that happened and then just revoice all of it but there's nothing oh i looked at several of them like this is what i'm telling you we're gonna have a crazy show next week i'm stoked yeah no uh that video is said. next week's video is gonna be available for everyone so because for for that reason uh, so everyone will have access that'll just be on the YouTube because um, the show won't be as good if you just listen to it so I believe that uh, any last Christmas messages anyone would like to say get tested Merry get Christmas boosted, okay there you get go back. get tested Merry get tested. Christmas Merry Christmas oh um, I played dodgeball last night yeah you told dodgeball me. came back and then of, mm -hmm. of course Omicron came so I probably won't have dodgeball again for very long time probably not probably not <laughs> It was so nice though. <laughs> we were gonna go. We were gonna go for work to Vegas for CES uh, first week of January, and that's I just I just bought tickets uh, for a hotel in Vegas for but for like May for um, Alana from Black Nail Podcast. She's getting married, so I'm, we're going to Vegas. We're like hope hopefully uh, hopefully by then hopefully hopefully we'll see. All right, guys, Alex. Yep. Uh, Tuna Targaryen on PlayStation, Tuna Targaryen on Twitter, and Tuna Space Targaryen on Xbox. And Tom. Great Britom on each and every single platform. And I'm Christian underscore Humes, and this is the Unranked Podcast. Thank you again for listening, for showing up, for reviewing, for joining our Patreon, for joining our Discord. If you haven't done one of those things and you have the ability to, please do it. Share with a friend, tell your lover, whatever you got to do. Get us out into the world. And until next time, stay unranked. So, oh, suck it, Christmas. <laughs> suck it, suck it, Christmas. Suck, suck it, it, Christmas. <laughs>